0: Hello and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders. This episode is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only automated referral management platform chosen by smart staffing firms. Tired of wasting money on traditional job boards? Sick of reminding recruiters about promoting your referral program? Wish you could eliminate admin work spent tracking referrals and scheduling interviews? That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Imagine transforming your entire talent pool into digital recruiters on behalf of your company. Think about how happy you'll make your team by eliminating wasted time spent tracking referrals and scheduling interviews. There's a reason that staffing referrals is one of the fastest growing software platforms in our industry. It's because staffing executives want to scale faster by automating recruiting processes. It's because with staffing referrals, you can actually see an ROI. And it's because our world is now more digital than ever, and your candidates expect you to keep up. Don't get passed by the competition. Stop missing referrals and start recruiting smarter. Get Staffing Referrals and improve your tech staff today. To claim one free month, visit www.staffingreferrals.com slash show. That's staffingreferrals.com slash show.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Staffing Show. Today, I am super excited to be joined by Leah Borden, who is the Vice President of Talent at Alcu. Leah, thanks so much for being on the show today. Super excited about our conversation. To kick things off, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into staffing?
2: Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me, David. I'm definitely excited to have the conversation with you. So again, yeah, Leah Borden, Vice President of Talent at Alcu. I started at Alcu 12 years ago. So I was one of four recruiters, actually, when we started. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Yeah, so it is insane to see how much we've grown over those past 12 years. How many
1: recruiters do you have now?
2: Probably around 150.
1: Okay, so you've seen a ton of growth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we've grown a lot and it's been super exciting. So I oversee the talent pillar at the company, which consists of talent acquisition, training and development, as well as our intern training program.
1: Awesome. That's really great. And can you just tell me a little bit about who is AlCU and what makes your agency different?
2: Sure. So Alku is a specialized staffing company. We are focused on placing consultants in very niche specific jobs across the country. And we're focused in four specialty areas. So healthcare, IT, life sciences, technology, and government.
1: Awesome. And uh, in terms of do you think your specialization is kind of at the cornerstone of what makes your the agency unique or what are some of the things that you guys do differently and that have helped kind of drive the growth that you've had over the years?
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I think definitely it's our specialization and we go after very high level Mission critical projects. And so those types of projects really need someone who is a high level type of consultant and they're hard to find. So the way our business is set up is each brand has specific recruiters and account managers who focus only on that specific type of, you know, technology, for example. And so they become experts in that area. So they really have, you know, the knowledge of all the best people. To get for
1: those positions. That's great. So like, really deep specialization in each area to make sure that the recruiters know exactly what they're doing. And that, that's, that makes a lot of sense. And I know that there was some conversations before this about this concept of specializing by dividing and the idea of L-Crew. Could you just elaborate on what that is a little bit?
2: Yeah, sure. So the L-Crew is really anyone who works at Alcu.
1: <laughs> um, just <laughs> yeah.
2: our fun way of like identifying ourselves. So, yeah. you know, someone new comes in, we say, welcome to the Elk Crew, And then, yeah. So specializing by dividing is something that we've done from the start. So like I said, when I started, you know, 12 years ago, we were really working on one or two types of technologies. And so we figured out we could split those in two, then I would become an expert in one of them, and we can just really grow those specializations from there. As you become more of an expert, you realize where other splits can happen. It gives opportunity for a lot of people at the company. You know, if we we're all in one division, there might not be as many leadership roles, right? But yep. because we're specializing by dividing and breaking off. We're, we're identifying the next best people and the best leaders to manage those groups. So we're giving opportunity as well as growing the business.
1: And at what point or how, how do you know when it's the right time to divide out? Like, I, I, It sounds like there were some trigger points where you're like, okay, we need to create a new division for this. There's an opportunity Can you share a little bit about how you identified that moment.
2: Yeah, a lot of times it's the people at the desk level and because they are experts on the type of technology or whatever you know division they're working in they're speaking to consultants and you know they're getting all that marketplace information and they might be hearing over and over and over about something new or something that those consultants are hearing that hey maybe we should take a look into that so that kind of information really does flow from the desk level through leadership and we we trust the information that they're getting and then we look further into it and we're able to to do a lot of splits that way.
1: Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I know it sounds like if you guys have the a name for the AlCrew for the kind of the organization, what's the culture like at AlCrew?
2: So if you ask anyone, everyone knows our motto is have fun working hard. And that is truly what we try to do every single day. You know, being on the phones, we're in sales and staffing. Everyone
1: yeah. listening to this podcast, yeah. like understands yeah.
2: that. It's, you know, when you get down to it, you're on these calls, like battling you know, call by call day in and day out. And it's, that's kind of boring, right? So yeah. we try to make it as fun as possible. And, you know, that has a lot to do with our culture, the types of people that we hire, the opportunities that we give them. You know, people are really looking for career opportunities and we really truly try to focus on personnel development and growing the people will grow the business. We also focus a lot on Giving back to the community as well as providing like safe spaces for our employees inside of work. So that is kind of a switch that we've made over the last few years. We've started um, employee resource groups. We have a lot of giving back opportunities. We have volunteer time off. We do things, you know, with specifically mass mentoring partnership in Massachusetts. And we've raised as a company almost a million dollars. That's amazing. Um, during the time we worked with them. Yeah. So
1: that's great. And with that, so something you got really excited people there, like a really good culture. You've also mentioned that you have a really good internship program and part of your hiring strategy seems like it's a little bit unique as well. Could you elaborate there as well?
2: Yes, for sure. So we hire almost exclusively entry level people. And I think one specific thing that truly does set us apart is we are looking for, you know, certain characteristics. Yep. When we're hiring people, we we hire on personality traits and we want to provide people a good opportunity when they're here, especially for career growth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one story from an intern that I have heard recently is that, you know, we had an Alcu representative at an event at a school and, you know, this intern who was hired from us had said, you know, it was such a great experience meeting you guys because you asked, you know, what I was interested in as a company, like what I was looking for and what I wanted my career to look like. And every other company was asking me, you know, what's your GPA and what's your major. Yeah. Yeah, Right. So we don't care what major you are because we like everyone here came from something different. Like I was a a government and women's studies major in college (laughs) and never thought I would be in staffing. So we truly focused on like their experiences and what they want.
1: And you must have a uh, pretty rigorous training programs. If you're doing the entry level only, have, have you built those up over the years or what, what does that look like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we do have, you mentioned our, our internship program. So yeah. we are trying to hire more people from the internship full time than not. Right. So I think this year we're going to be close to 60% of our full time hires will have had an internship. So we work with them throughout the school year and, and, you know, give them good experience and train them up so they can hit the ground running when they start full time.
1: That's great. And we're going to switch gears here a little bit. You guys were in the news recently about an investment from new mountain capital. What does this mean for Alcu, and what does the future look like?
2: Yeah, that was super exciting. Still very, very new. And, you know, we're just really excited to have our third, you know, additional partner to work with us and, I think in New Mountain Capital we've definitely found someone you know again who aligns in our goals and wants to see us grow and will help yeah. us do that the way that we have been doing that right and just help us to continue the success we've been on so we're definitely really excited to start working with them.
1: Awesome. And and what do you think the you know 3 to 5 year plan or or where do you expect Alcu to be 3 to 5 years from now?
2: Yeah, great question. <laughs> we <laughs> do, you know, work on five year plans together so we are looking to over the next three years to definitely break through a billion dollars.
1: Oh wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so We're be really there. hopeful. Four, Hopefully four we can be on track for Four <laughs> employees to a billion dollars. We're recruiters yeah. to <laughs> that's be quite the ride. Any lessons that you've learned personally in your career as you've been, you know, gone through this growth, anything that for the, the audience that's listening today that you'd be like, hey, you know, I wish somebody had shared this with me earlier in my career and staffing would help me out a lot.
2: Another good question, David. I think one of the things that I learned a little bit earlier on, but I I do wish I had known earlier, was having more confidence. And I think that's related specifically to sales and talking with people and being direct. I think you know when I was on the phone and starting out, it was I wanted to win people over and be nice and want them you know to want to talk with me. Whereas I needed to get to the point and be direct and understand yeah. that being direct isn't being mean. It's yes. just, yes. <laughs> you know, like just saying what you need and, and asking the question that you need the answer to, you know, one of the things that our the CEO Mark says all the time too, is you can say what you mean and not be mean. Yes. Right. So kind of some of those things, I think it's, it's all around confidence and just knowing that, you know, just taking the chance and knowing you can do it.
1: That's great advice. And also, uh, I just saw Lauren Jones at a, on a panel recently, and she talked about confidence. I think it's her term was, confidence is a muscle. <laughs> and it's something yeah. that you, you need to practice, you need to work on. It is not just something that you have or don't have. Um, and she even recommended there was, a, I think, a confidence coach in a book as well. But that, that's, uh, I second that thought. We're going to go into kind of the personal questions here to round things out. But what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Could be an investment of money, time, energy, et cetera.
2: Definitely one of the most worthwhile investments I feel like I can't, you know, pass by and talking about is just having a family. I have two kids, one on the way. You know, obviously it's very rewarding, very, very hard. But I think more than that, it's for me being a working parent, because that's a huge investment, right? Yeah, absolutely. Continue, yeah, continuing <laughs> my career at Alcu, being able to do so while I also have, you know, my family and, you know, raising my kids, I think has been, you know, just thinking about it has has really been huge for me and I'm so lucky that I can do both.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. What is the book or books you've given most as a gift and why?
2: So do people give books? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like
2: we're all on Kindle. <laughs> or,
1: or or Audible links that you shared. <laughs> I
2: know. Yeah. No, good. And that's question, that's good actually question. I
1: don't I share links. I, I, I ask yeah. that question all the time. You're the first person to say that. I'm and I never give a physical book. I always am like, here's here's <laughs> the link. Here's a here's a gift card. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I honestly I just started like avidly reading as an adult a few years ago. And I will admit, I'm not reading a lot of staffing books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Goodreads. I'm reading a lot of just other types that, have, you know, bring me joy and stuff like that. That's great. Yeah, say that. I don't give a lot of books away, but you know, I definitely have a group of friends and we we swap, you know, hey, you should read this book, you should read that book, yeah. and go back and forth. So last year I read 25 books, which was like Amazing. huge. That's huge great. for me. And maybe this year I'll sneak a staffing
1: one in. <laughs> I mean, great. How has a uh, failure or apparent failure set you up for later success?
2: So failure, I feel like can either, I mean, it can definitely bring you down, right. And stop you in your tracks, or you can realize that you have to fail in order to be successful and in order to grow and learn. And I think that's definitely one of the things I don't have, you know, a specific example, but just knowing that, there's definitely been failures that I've been able to overcome. And I think that's just one of the things you have to think about is being able to figure out that it's just a learning opportunity, you know, and that you have to just get up and try harder and, and me being such a competitive person, you know, I played sports my whole life, you know, through college. And I think that's why I really love staffing (laughs) (laughs) because I was able to keep that competitiveness alive in my life. And so it just, failure just makes me want to get up and work harder and make it happen. So I think that's just proven well for me in my, in my career coming from, you know, one of four recruiters to being able to be a, a vice president.
0: That,
1: at that's great advice. And I, I second that as well. We always, anytime there's a, a major challenge on our team, we always call it a growth opportunity. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Doesn't feel good, but this is how you're gonna grow the fastest. <laughs> so exactly am gonna learn from it, move forward. awesome. well, it's it's been super nice having you on, Leah. Um any closing comments uh, for our audience?
2: no, I, I really enjoyed our conversation today, and I'll be listening to more of your podcast moving forward. I really uh-huh. like it. I, I love listening to podcasts, so I'll, I'll definitely be picking it up.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at StaffingHub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time.